Hello and welcome to our first podcast where we have pivoted. So usually this is the point point of the podcast where I would introduce today's guest. I would give you her whole list of accomplishments and what she's known for. But really, I have to tell you that I think that one of the biggest accomplishments um, of Sherry's life is the fact that she has been one of my best good friends for 18 years. And that's a feat in and of itself, because that like, I feel like you might need like a medal at this point. (laughs) Well, you know, I'd take it. Certainly. But you know, the converse is true. So this is true. We've been through many, many things together. And I think I think it was I pregnant with Caroline when no, we first you had already had her. So I think we met in 2004. Mm-hmm. And I'm basing that on a trip we took in 2005. Early gotcha. 2005. So um she was a baby though. Mm-hmm. Still in a crib. Yep. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, and you were like lifeblood. And you had been through the ropes and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So you were my phone a friend. <laughs> Absolutely. Somebody who's going to be honest with you about yeah, you're going to leak from everywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was not... I was ill-prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of ill-prepared. So, that, oh, my God, that's a segue. Look at you. And you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so, the reason why Sherry is here today is that Sherry had come over earlier in the week, and we went on quite the tear. Yeah. Over things that we were not aware were going to happen to us once we turned 40. Not even close. No, because no. we... If you are of around the same age as we are in our late 40s, you had that talk in, was it like middle school? Did you have that one? I had it in fourth grade. Oh my God, it was that's whole, too early. It was a whole um, it's traumatizing. movie and that was the first time I saw a penis, not in live, but like a picture of one. <laughs> it was in live. <laughs> and all I could think was, my mom let my dad do that. I was just aghast because I was nine. Yeah. So um, as it happens, my fifth grader will be having that same thing. And I and um, I forget which friend is it that I had said she could probably teach it because I've been really honest with her about her body and the changes she's experiencing and why some men need really big trucks. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. So I remember... When we went through the talk, it was, I think for me, it was like around middle school. It hadn't been earlier than that because we had the whole, this is what's going to happen to your body. And these are the things that are going to come out of your body. And that's when like periods were explained to us. Uh And the, you know, it was like your PE teacher from school. Yeah. Right. That had the dubious honor of having to do this. And I was okay with that. But I feel like There is a disservice that is done to women Mm -hmm. that like once we turn 40, they should call up our PE teachers and bring them back into our lives. Please. To explain to us what's going to happen after 40, because there's still things I don't understand and I'm not okay with. Like it just, things happen, things change. And so I feel like I don't know where the hell Mrs. Eubanks is, but she needs to get her ass over here and explain to me what the hell is happening to my face. Yeah. The puppy dog gels. That's always fun. The odd hair growing in places and the hair not growing in places. My eyebrows, I don't think I have some anymore. My, um, the lady who does my hair also, she does henna mm-hmm. on my eyebrows. And she told me last time, she's like, I'm going to need you to stop plucking this eyebrow. I'm like, sister, listen, <laughs> I do not pluck my eyebrows. I don't even own tweezers. Yeah. 
things just fall out. The yeah. hair on my face has just fallen off. I was talking to my hairstylist. I said, what's, what's going on with my eyebrows? Like, can we tint these and my eyelashes and what's, why, why, why? And she's like, well, I'm not really sure what's going on with your facial hair, which. Oh, wow. Not a good term. Wow. So here's what I did not expect about mm -hmm. being over the age of 40 and where society has plopped us. Mm -hmm. I did not know that I was going to have to shave my face. No, I didn't. No, we prepare women for the changes that happen in their teen years. We prepare them for going to college and going out in the new world. We prepare them for what to expect when you're expecting. But once you hit 40, I don't know if they just expect that we know these things and why aren't we sharing it with each other? You know, right. like I will tell everybody about that weird hair that grew from the inside of my ear because it's a weird thing that happened to me. Right. And I don't want it to happen to you. And if you see it, it's okay. Tweezers are great. But I, you know, I have an older daughter who is her favorite line right now is, why are you so old? Because I'm aging Kelly in front of Anne. <laughs> That is not acceptable. Because I'm aging in front of her and what she sees physically doesn't match what she knows or what she remembers as right. a child. And you she, also look shockingly like your mother. I know. Right. And I don't mean that in a bad way. No. But like when I saw you earlier in the week, I'm like, why is Sherry's mom at my house? <laughs> this whole face mm -hmm. that is morphing. Mm -hmm. uh, the worst thing in the entire world is, have you done this? Have you accidentally gone to look at the camera on your phone, but been looking down. I hate and that, that so and this, much. This is, that is, that is unholy. That is not right. That is worse than the lighting in Target. Yeah. Because I think that that is the most rude awakening that anybody after 40 can wander themselves into is a goddamn Target dressing room. The first time I did that with my phone, I don't even know what I was doing, but I looked at my camera and I went, oh, job of the hut. Okay. That's. Yeah. That, that tracks because that's how I feel like a big slug, sloppy, ugly, gross thing, but I'm not. And the one thing my hairstylist, so, you know, back to her, cause I was telling her I've started a new skincare routine. I've started doing things for me now. I've, I've made that transition somewhere in my head where, yeah, I have a husband. Yeah. I have a daughter. I, I have all the responsibilities of life, but I'm not putting myself in there anywhere to be responsible oh. for myself. 100%. So I started a whole skincare routine and I want to start doing my hair more. And because I said, I used to be a really pretty girl. And she stopped and goes, you still are a really pretty girl. She goes, I don't ever want to hear you say that again. And that just, I don't know why, but that just started a water, a waterfall oh. of emotion. Oh, could it possibly be that you're perimenopausal, that you had this waterfall of emotion? Can we talk about that for a minute? By the way, I did ask Sherry yeah. to write down a list. <laughs> Of everything that is happening post 40, mm -hmm. how many items, Sherry, are on your list? 40. She's exactly. Is that irony? Well, there's 40, Was that intentional? There's 42 if you count the bonus ones that I forgot and then remembered. Oh my God. Okay, so we're gonna go through our lists. Yeah. Right. And we're gonna share them with you mm -hmm. because, first of all, this serves two purposes. If you are under the age of 40, please, dear child, dear child, Come in with us, sit down with us. We are here to serve as the PE teacher that is not coming back into your life to tell you what's gonna happen. We are the cautionary tales. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we feel like the cautionary whales. <laughs> it's fine. That is something else that happens after 40 yeah. because shit doesn't move. You move, but nothing else moves. The things you wanna move don't move, but the thing that moves is not your weight. Nope. So if you are over 40, mm -hmm. please commiserate with us. Please share with us on the Facebook page for 
uh, the podcast, what things have happened to you. Let's talk about this. This is going to be a hoot. So we're going to kind of bounce back and forth because I'm dying to know what is on your list. What has happened to you after 40 that is pissing you off, Sherry? Number one, body hair. What the hell? I called my mom and I said, mom, why didn't you tell me that once I hit 40 something, I'm not going to have body hair in places I did before, like my legs. I used to have to shave those every single day, every day, just so that they would maintain some sort of smoothness. And now, you know, maybe once a week. And what tips me off that, hey, you need to shave because I can't see my hair because it's so light now is that one lone hair blowing in the wind. Oh my God. Like, like one of those wind socks. Yeah. That's what it is. My wind sock hair. That's the name wind sock hair. (laughs) Because you can't, I can't, first of all, I have a very small shower. So like I have to be a contortionist Mm -hmm. to shave the damn legs, which I have a lot of leg. This is, you do. I'm not a short girl. Mm. Right. So, and also I don't wear my reading glasses in the shower to try and find the wind sock hair. I do. <laughs> and there's number two. <laughs> how do you how do you wear reading glasses if they don't fog up? Because I get, forget they're on. Because I can't freaking see. <laughs> These are my reading glasses that I wear all the time just for walking around purposes. Because you never know when you're going to need. Can we talk? But, but here's the thing. I, I can sort of read what I've written. But if I really wanted to read like a book, I have a stronger pair of reading glasses for reading. Okay. But will I go to an optometrist and get this all taken? No, no, I don't want to. No. Because you, you, you don't need that negativity in your life. No. Not at all. Stupid. So to that end, mm-hmm. not being able to see anything. Not being that able is to see on anything. my list. That is on my list because I will tell you, I mean, first of all, I, if anybody wants to know my real age, it is I buy Amazon reading glasses in bulk. Yes. I buy them in bulk yeah. so that I can have them all over the place. I have three in my purse right now. And here's what's troubling about the fact that I have three in my purse right now is because I don't know where two of those are supposed to be because I'm only supposed to have a one pair of purse reading glasses. Let, so, me, let me ask you a question. Have you upgraded to reading sunglasses? Because if you're at, a, at like, oh, I don't know, Disneyland and you want to order from the menu, but you can't freaking see the menu with the four foot letters in front of you because that's still blurry. Oh boy. You need reading sunglasses. Oh my God. Okay. What else you got? My skin. Just my skin in general. Are you breaking out like a 14 year old? In these weird um, little pellet, like it's the weird, that's the weirdest acne I've ever had in my life in weird places and KP bumps and I'm itchy all the time. What? Wait, 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 wait. What is a KP? KP keratin, put something, puff a on my, so it's weird. It's like, We're going to Google that, yeah. everyone. We're going to Google <laughs> keratin, keratin per something or other. And they're little, it looks like acne, but it's not. It's just a little keratin deposit. So there's like, my arms are real bumpy. So I have to use a special cream for that. This has not happened to me yet. I am unaware of this. Well, I'm staring this is down not the barrel of 50, so, you know. <laughs> I, um, I'm breaking out. Mm-hmm. And it is, um, it's the cystic. Yeah. Acne. And so I went to my woman doctor and she giggled. She giggled. Why do people do that? She giggled. And it was like a sinister giggle. It was like, a <laughs> like she knew, she knew what happened because she's like, it is your hormones. And so I am now a 48 year old woman, women. I'm a 48 year old <laughs> woman who has prescription acne medication. Yeah. 
How did that happen? So Where, how did I get here? When I asked my mom about like the hair thing, she gave this, that giggle. It's like, we're keeping secrets from each other and we should not be doing that. I wanna... That's why we're here, people. Yeah. We're not going to sinister giggle at you. We are here to unveil to you the truth. Mm -hmm. My God. If you're in your 20s, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. 100%. Start now. The crepey skin on my neck. Like I could have a facelift. I could be look Kardashian beautiful. But when you look at my neck, skin... I got a little waddle going on. What I can't endure is how long the lines on my chest from sleeping on my side mm -hmm. that have accumulated over <laughs> my sleep, how long it takes for them to resume their normal position. Mm -hmm. They just stay there. I have a dedicated mini fridge for, for my moisturizers. Do you keep yours in a fridge? Because you should. It's delicious. I don't keep my... It's delicious. Mini fridge. <laughs> it's Why don't you just keep them in the regular fridge? Because well, they actually make vanity fridges for your bath bathrooms. That's all I need is more vanity. It's fine. <laughs> right? Why do you? Call it's it? totally fine. So mine actually isn't a vanity fridge because I didn't like them. I like the little pink retro frigidaire that I have. Oh my god! <laughs> because there's if, nothing I needed more in my life than that right now. If I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to do it in style. And that's where I keep all of my moisturizers, which I have my five morning old lady creams and my five nighttime old lady creams. I have the same thing. And I'm okay. And the thing is, I'm okay with it because when I wash my face and I moisturize, it actually makes me feel good about me. Mm -hmm. And I don't care that it takes me longer to get ready in the morning, not just because I move slower, but because I'm actually taking care of myself. Oh, which yeah. It's if super you're fun. In your 20s or 30s or you're a new mom, it just mm, moisturize. Yeah, I feel like if you are listening and you are under the age of 40, particularly if you are in your 20s and you yeah. have stumbled upon this podcast, there are certain things that we would implore you to do. One of the things that I wish, you know what I wish I would have done hmm. when I was like in my early 20s? Hmm. If I knew what was going to happen to my ass. What? If I knew. You know what I would have done? I would have made a damn plaster of Paris, Seriously? like cast of my ass. Yes. Because it was so cute yeah. and perky. And I, like, hand to God, you would have come over today and I'd be like, hi, welcome to my house. I'd like you to take you to the mantle mm -hmm. where there is the plaster of Paris cast of my 21 year old ass. The movie Pretty in Pink, when Annie Potts says, I love my butt. That should have been a warning. And right there. That was a cautionary tale for everybody. We did not heed that warning. We, we did thought not. she was kidding. Yeah. We thought she was just being a silly old lady. Nope. Right. Ooh. Right. And do not, by any means, Google how old Annie Pot Potts is in Pretty in Pink. Don't, Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't look at movies where you see somebody that you thought was old as the hills mm -hmm. and Google how old they are in the movie in which you thought that they were old as the hills. <laughs> it's because it's younger than what you are now. Because... Uh, Going back to the jowls, do you know what horrible um, reckoning I had earlier mm. this year? I am currently, also, if you want to know my exact age, I am done Vito Corleone years old. Wow. I am the same age as Marlon Brando when he filmed The Godfather. You look better. I absolutely, because I don't have, I don't have jowls that are that but, but, bad. But, but, you know, I'm getting But there. I feel like that's right around the corner. I feel like I'm a sore and step up for winter. Like it's just there and there's nothing I can do about it. I saw somebody say, if you use this peptide and this hyaluronic acid and this, that. I use all of that. Yeah. And the thing is, my mother has them. My grandmother had them. I have them. And they're, they're there. And I earn them up. Like every wrinkle on my face, I have earned it and mm -hmm. I deserve it. And yeah, I don't like it. But what I like less is sounding like 
someone cracking open a natty light or a glow stick when oh. they get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Because it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And and sometimes during the day, getting up from my desk, taking that big stretch where you go, Ugh. Oh, yes. yes. I have become the person who makes noise when they sit down. <laughs> and not like not like body cracking noise. Like sitting down is such a comfort, mm-hmm. right? That it's just like, this is, okay, this is fantastic. But again, I, I sound like a bowl of Rice Krispies in the morning. Yeah. Snapping, crackling, popping. Whole nine yards. Whole nine yards. And I, I used to attribute it to, well, you know, you were a dancer. And so you have these things about your body that just are going to be that way. And no, it's because you were over the age of 40 and that's what you do now. Mm-hmm. This is who you are now. Mm-hmm. Man, I will tell you, I feel like I should have been spending the last 20 years doing yoga and stretching. Yeah. Why did I not do yoga and stretch? I, I just started doing yoga last year during the pandemic at mm-hmm. home using an app and it was great. And I, I felt my body responding to it. And then I started going back to the office and I stopped. I did hot yoga for the first time on Wednesday. Oh my God. It was hot, sweaty yoga. It was hot, humid yoga. Well, I mean, it was, it was, I've not sweat like that ever, but I'm sitting here in this room. And first of all, like yoga people are beautiful people. Yeah. They're just exquisite. Right? There are people that are yoga people. And then there's me who is a person that would like to do yoga. We are not the same. These little girls are in these like cute little yoga outfits mm-hmm. and they're all bendy. And my 48 year old ass is in there attempting to like touch my damn toes, right? Like all of my body is stretched like a rubber band as tight as anything. And then it's 105 degrees in there and like 70% humidity. And I'm just going to die. And I hate everything. And meanwhile, I'm doing this. There's the girl with her perfect 21 year old, mm-hmm. but that I should have just tapped her on the shoulder and said, take Honey, have you heard of plaster of Paris? Seriously, take a cast of that because one day mm-hmm. doesn't matter how much yoga you're going to do. My big thing is that I feel like I am now staving off the sixties, mm-hmm. right? So now I feel like I need to spend all of my fifties stretching and doing yoga. And because that- if I feel like this now, what's going to happen in 15 years? And I think that honestly, yoga, stretching, however you want to do it is probably the key for women our age, not to keep you supple and ready for whatever, but honestly, just to keep blood flow. I am not supple or ready for anything. Yeah. Just to keep blood flow up. I don't care what it is that you're doing, but keeping your circulatory system, delivering oxygen to where it needs to go to. Um, I actually had frozen shoulder, um, where my left shoulder just froze. I couldn't lift my arm over my head. I couldn't do anything. And in doing research, I found that it actually happens to women 10 times more than it does men. And I was talking to this goofy friend that I have, wondering aloud, why, why, why women? Why one more thing? Really? Right. And she put her arm out like she was holding a child. <gasps> that was you. Oh my God. That was you. And I was like, yep, that would be why. So I know there are other reasons that go into it, but um, yeah, one more thing that happens more to us than to men simply because of our predisposed place in the world. I don't know. I don't know. That's the right way to put it. But um, I feel like, I feel like there's a whole myriad of things that happen to men mm -hmm. that nobody talks about because first of all, if you think that for one damn minute, two men are going to sit on a couch on a Sunday morning, like we are right now Mm -hmm. talking about what happens to their bodies. You, you are sadly mistaken. That is not going to happen. That is like some weird, maybe, Hey, what, what's good. Yeah. 
No. That's the extent of the conversation. Bursts of syllables. Nothing that could even remotely be a sentence. Because they're fine. No, they're fine. totally fine. Have you started hot flashes? So yes and no. So they're not super bad. But what I, I refer to them to is, do you remember Chris Evans' character in the Fantastic Four? He was like flame boy. And he'd go, flame on. That's what it feels like. And I call them personal tropical vacations. Oh, I love that. That's love what they that. are. So you will find me sometimes because I have an armoire fridge, two mm -hmm. doors that open. I will just oh. sit in it because I'm hot and I need to cool down. I had one so far. One. Mm -hmm. It was in Target. That's enough to make you homicidal. Yeah. Because you, and it was like in the middle of the summer too. It's not like I can just go outside. Out of nowhere. Of, I live Lame in Phoenix, on. Arizona, but mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this is, who cranked up the heat in here? Yeah. He, no, I'm not happy about it. No. I'm not happy about it. No, and the, you know, the, that's something else that we don't really talk about. And my mom barely talked about it to me. She's like, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad. It's just insomnia. Sometimes I, you know, have the night sweats and, and hot flashes every now and then. It's not as bad as I've heard some women have it. So I don't sleep. I wake up sweaty every morning. And I don't, I don't have a uterus anymore. I have one ovary. Can I tell you a fun fact? Yes. A fun uterus fact? Never Funny in like my life ha -ha. also did I ever think that I would be talking to a microphone, just, you know, providing fun uterus facts. Oh, yeah. But here I am. Um, I just read mm -hmm. that the word hysteria yeah. comes from the Greek of uterus. Mm -hmm. And so hysteria was deemed a female illness related to our uteruses. Like we had... Is uteri? I mean, it feels like uteruses. I feel like that be would be. Uterus, but I, I don't, don't like think that's really how it is. Women are dangerous mm -hmm. because they have hysteria because they have a uterus, which was this really weird patriarchal way of keeping us from doing anything. Like we couldn't work because you can't employ a woman because she is prone to hysteria because she has a uterus. I don't think it's seriously hysteria. I think it's just that we have to a most recent article, pain equivalent to a heart attack. We're bloated. Things are sore. Things are leaking and coming out of us that make a god-awful mess. Some of us can't poop. And we just do not at any time during that have the patience for anybody's bullshit. I just don't. I have a friend who just had a hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. um, and she was having, she was hemorrhaging. Yeah hemorrhaging she is in the er and she is like bleeding through pants towels everything sorry for being so graphic actually not sorry yeah this is okay people bleed people bleed from strange places this is stuff we need to talk about but she got there and the male doctor was just trying to tell her that she had a really bad period and she's like no this is my body i know my body i know a bad period and i will tell you that as a woman, I get really pissed off mm -hmm. when doctors, namely male doctors, mm -hmm. try to dismiss what is happening to my female body that I trust and know about. Do not tell me that what I am feeling or what I might feel in my, literally, my gut might be happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, and that these were male doctors that were telling me I had, you know, there was just a pinched nerve in my back and it was just radiant pain. And I feel like we are either dismissed physically for what's happening to our bodies, or we are blamed. Our bodies are blamed for everything, mm -hmm. everything. 
I remember all the narrative. I mean, I'm, you, like I said, we are Gen Xers mm-hmm. who grew up in a time that was not necessarily woke. We had to figure out how to wake ourselves up because there was not a single damn person around us shaking us into our wokenness. Yeah. Right. So I remember growing up with all of this commentary about having a female president and we could never have a female president because she would be in charge of that big red button. And what happened if she had PMS? First of all, I loved when this commentary was being said about Hillary Clinton and Elizabeth Warren, like people, first of all, Mm -hmm. like the men saying this clearly did not understand the female anatomy because these women were well into their sixties. Yeah. And they don't understand that women don't have PMS anymore in their sixties. Nope. Right. Like, can we just stop that narrative right now? Again, I'm not, I'm not a fan of my body either being dismissed Mm -hmm. or blamed. No, and you can't, and saying, oh, is it your time of the month? For real. Really? For real. No, it's not my time of the month. I'm just bitchy. What it is, is that you have crossed a boundary mm-hmm. that I have clearly made for you, mm-hmm. and you have said you understood, and I'm going to hold you accountable to it. Boom. That's what's going on. Right. I am not premenstrual. I am sick of your bullshit. Mm-hmm. What um, else you got on that list? Inconsistent clothing sizes. <gasps> oh my God, can we, that's a whole, and this does clearly not I was for... just triggered. Yeah, that does not start with just us. Let me tell you about the booty shorts that are only available for my 11-year-old. Oh. Right? Here's my problem. Beyond the inconsistent sizing, Mm -hmm. right? I just buy large. I just buy large in everything. And usually it works out fine. This is an extra large. In what? That's not not an extra large. This is an extra. I'm going to have to take a picture of Sherry so that I can (laughs) share with you Sherry in her not extra large shirt. I look like so that. Yep. There we go. I just took a picture. We're going to put okay. that on the Facebook page. Awesome. It's going to be just fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. This uh, is me. No, no. That is the whole vanity sizing. Is It's not, that's not okay mm-hmm. at all with me. Here's my, here's my problem with the clothing because you heard me gasp. Clearly very much triggered by this. I don't know where to shop anymore. <laughs> where the hell do I buy clothes as a slightly fashionable 48 year old? That doesn't make you look like you're wearing a muumuu. Because I will tell you, if you see me send you a text that says, Sherry, I just saw the cutest shirt at Chico's. Mm-hmm. Call the authorities. Something <laughs> has gone wrong. There is either that or there's been a neurological event. Because that is, that is to me, and, and first of all, ladies, if you love yourself some Chico's, I love you for it. Mm-hmm. Be you, own you. I am not a Chico's lady. I bought this lovely dress I'm wearing mm-hmm. on Amazon. Yeah. That is the only place where I buy clothes at this point. And then I just, because also... That alleviates me from having to go into public, mm-hmm. take off all of my clothing, and put on another article of clothing that is going to make me leave the dressing room and go find a glass of wine because I can no longer cope with my own life. My oldest, um, beautiful girl, went shopping for um, a swimsuit for a vacation and left the Target dressing room in tears. Well, it, that, because that lighting is unholy. It, it is the lighting, but she was just like, I'm so fat, mom. I've gotten so fat. And I said, Okay. And does that make you less of a good person? I said, we're just going to get a bigger size if we need to. And I want you to understand that this swimsuit that you tried on and this other swimsuit that you tried on that are both the same size fit your body completely differently. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, sometimes it has to do with the fabric and the fabric blend. But overall, they're just making shit smaller Yeah, and not putting pockets in it like Girls don't have, you know, want to put a frog in their pocket or pick up that really pretty rock that they saw or, I don't know, put their keys in their pocket. I feel like I'm 48 years old and I would still put a frog in my pocket. Why not? 
It kind of makes me like my love of overalls right now. <gasps> because it's like you have a pouch. Well, so I want to wear clothes that have pouches. It's seriously, fine. How come I have to bring a clear purse to a sporting event or the theater? Don't, don't. I, but bro can wear cargo pants. What's the difference? Bingo. Bingo. The purse that you're allowed to bring into an NFL stadium yeah. is smaller than the size of a man's cargo shorts. Yeah. So these dudes can just walk into a stadium wearing their purse pants. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what? That's what it is. So I can I tell you how I fought back against that one in a serious yes. and subversive way? I went to a concert and mm-hmm. they had the clear purse rule. Uh-huh. Can I tell you, I ran around my house grabbing anything and everything that was slightly weird and shoving it into this clear purse because if I was going to have to show everybody the contents of my purse, which I think is a horrible invasion of my privacy, yes. I'm going to put weird shit in there. Sprinklers. Uh, sewing kits, an ice cream <laughs> scoop, a framed picture of the pontiff. Oh my God. I love because this. who doesn't just go out in a public with a framed picture of the Pope in their clear purse? Well, so let me ask you this. So I just went, I took my mom to see Hamilton. And as we're walking up there, there's somebody out there saying, you got to have a clear purse. You can't take that one in there. And they had a box of Ziploc bags for you, gallon Ziploc bags. So you could empty all of your contents into the Ziploc bag and then put your purse in the bag. And take the clear bag. Really? Apparently, from what I understand, because I asked somebody, Mm -hmm. why the hell do we have to do this? It used to be a safety thing. Okay. Right? So that you couldn't sneak in things or weapons. Mm -hmm. But first of all, I mean, I don't know many women. going through metal detectors anyway. Right. I don't know many women who are... Going into a stadium with some sort of instrument of destruction, Mm -hmm. right? If that's happening, it's probably in some man's purse pants, right? So, but then it became after the pandemic, Mm -hmm. the um, reason for that that I was given is that it is easier for people to search the contents of your bag without them having to touch everything, which that makes sense. However, they the scientific science, yeah. science. There's it doesn't it doesn't yeah. stand with the science. No, and I'm sorry, I've been and to still Disneyland too many times with a backpack, and mm-hmm. those guys with their gloves on have no problem touching mm-hmm. everything in my bag. Yeah, and purse pants. So, if anybody out there listening knows some good places where um, women in their 40s can buy um, clothing. Um, I refuse to use the words age appropriate because I don't even know what the hell that means, and we should just age appropriate. Age should not determine our appropriateness no. in any stage of our lives, right? Period. End of story. Make it in all the sizes. But I need the cute. I need yeah. the cute things that, because I feel like it's either like tunics and khaki pants mm-hmm. for women our age, or like, hey, there's this shop with a crop top. And I, I just feel like that ship has left the harbor for me. I want to know where the bottom half of shirts are. It's not 1993. We don't need low-rise pants back. Not everything needs to be a crop top. Just make me a freaking shirt that fits, that I like. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. What else do I got? Oh, <laughs> why am I in this room? Why did I walk in here? What did I come in here for? <gasps> oh, my God. Where's the yes. thing I just had in my hand two seconds ago? I just mm-hmm. had it in my hand. Right. Yeah. Right. Memory. Um, Memory. Not being able to find the glasses that I need to find my glasses. <laughs> Only to realize why- they're on my head. Oh my God, here's, okay. This is why I got reading sunglasses. 
that just that clicked to me. It made sense. Tell me why, because I will tell you why it just that suddenly made sense to me. Please share, Sherry. I have really sensitive eyes. Like I, I can't, I love being outside. I love sunshine, but it can really um, bother my eyes. I have to wear sunglasses when I'm out and I needed to read directions to something. I don't know what I was looking at my phone for. So I just put my sunglasses over my reading glasses, much to the chagrin of my 28 year old daughter who thought that was complete bullshit and said, why are you so old? I thought it was a great solution. Do you remember, um, did your grandparents ever have the sunglasses, the shades that clipped <laughs> on there. Like, there are certain things that are so grandma that I feel like make so much sense right now. Like my grandmother had the glass chain. Yeah. where So that she could just wear her glasses. Around. Like that makes so much sense. And I, can we bring that back? Can we normalize I, wearing your reading glasses on a chain? Because I, I feel like saw... I could make that cute. A TikToker this morning talk about, I'm going to live like a grandma. I'm always <gasps> going to have snacks. I'm always going to take nap time. I'm always going to have time to read. I'm going to have a hobby. And it was the best thing in the world. And yeah, so I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to live like a grandma and I'm okay with that. And when you see me in my living room with a book, just don't bother me, please. This I am 100% a grandma. Yeah. I'm not a grandma, but I am a grandma. Yeah. So here's why the yeah. um, reading sunglasses makes sense to me. Uh-huh. Um, have you ever put your glasses on top of your head? Because I wear my, um, glasses all the time as a headband. Mm -hmm. Um, so I will go to the grocery store and I will put my reading glasses on my head only to walk back out of the grocery store and to have that horrible moment when you walk into the bright sunlight and you go to put your sunglasses on your head and then realize that they're your, they're your reading glasses. Mm -hmm. And now you're just blind. Yeah. Now you're just blind because you're ill-prepared because I don't know what I have on top of my head. Yeah. Because reading, I forgot. Reading sunglasses. They're fantastic. Mm, I love them. Game changer. Game changer. Yeah. And yeah. And they, they look great as, and no one can tell. They're just yeah. your regular sunglasses. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. What's your last one? Um, water bottles that lie. And here's why. Water bottles that lie? Here's why. So uh, uh, with moisturize, 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 hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Like really we all should be drinking more water. So I got, and I'm horrible at it. So I, on Amazon, found this wonderful water bottle that says, you know, 8 a.m., start chugging, 9 a.m., keep going, 10 a.m., you're almost there. And it takes you through um, 64 ounces of water a day, just hour by hour with these motivational things under them. And once you're over 40, it could say, all right, let's get this done. And then, girl, you should think about going to the bathroom. No, really, don't sneeze. <gasps> and at the very end of it, it says, don't plan on sleeping through the night tonight because we pee. We need that. All the time. We have a certain little cross-legged thing that we do that everyone thinks is so cute and all the celebrities do on the red carpet now. It's just because they don't want to pee. <gasps> is that really why they do that? I, I can't that's believe what, that's that. That's my narrative. Is, is that the story you've told that's yourself? That's my narrative. If that makes you feel better, <laughs> if that gets you through watching the uh -huh. Oscars, I am with you on that. I love you for it. I celebrate that. I, also, I did not also realize how much water it takes for me to function as a woman over 40. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I have to drink water all the time because I will tell you, would you like to know what happens to me if I, I don't would. drink water? Kinkles. Yeah. Kinkles. Yeah. I can literally, if I don't drink enough water, I can push on my kinkles with my finger and, oh, see, I did not drink enough water yesterday. And you can see, I will push on my leg and then the indent will stay there. Yep. 
It's like my legs are made out of Play-Doh. The, the way that I feel when I commit to my skincare routine, when I commit to drinking water, I feel so much better for me. And I don't care. I mean, it's being close to 50. I don't care about anybody else. I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I feel good for me. And that's enough. That I think we has are been a huge, enough. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. That's been a huge thing for me is I have all of the different serums. Mm-hmm. I've stopped wearing makeup. I wear mm-hmm. tinted moisturizer because it doesn't settle into the cracks. Because I will tell you, I would rather put eight different serums on my face Mm -hmm. because I am hell bent that I don't want to inject something into my face because this, this wrinkle above my right eye, Mm -hmm. and which by the way, I just did the L in my head to make sure that this was my right eye. (laughs) Just want, cause again, little things you forget this, like these deep wrinkles, those are my, what the fuck wrinkles. Yeah. That is from me raising my eyebrows at people my whole goddamn life. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is that is where those come from. But I think that the takeaway for me is that once we hit the age that we are, we have to take care of ourselves and we have to love ourselves. Yeah. And as we are. That's the biggest lesson that I, I really try to impart upon both my daughters, but specifically my oldest. Learn these lessons before I did, you know, sooner than I did. Mm-hmm. And just love who you are. Every yeah. weird part of you. Absolutely love who you are. I have this weird birthmark on my face and yeah, it's there. It's, it's, everything is a part of me. And if you can't take me at my chola, you don't deserve me at my Selena. So. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. You're going to take me as I am, or mm-hmm. it's going to be a hard pass. No, thank you. Yeah. I don't have time for that in my life anymore. Yeah. I'm staring down the barrel of 50. My daughter's married and is hopefully starting a family this year. And then I have a teenager at home. I've got enough on my plate. Mm -hmm. And on that plate, there needs to be a section for me. And I am going to grab that. I'm going to own it and I'm going to defend it. And I'm going to love every minute of it because, you know, I've been here for almost 50 years. This is fantastic. I hope I'm here for 50 more. Because I can't wait to see how the world changes for us. Because I think about women who were like born in 1900 and, you know, die in like 1977, what they have seen in their life. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, what's in store for me? That is the most amazing perspective. Mm -hmm. God, I love you for that. That is like such hope and optimism. That is what we need in this damn world. Yeah. Right? It's it's not that bad. I mean, there's some shit, but you got to look for the good. It's freaking beautiful out there. We are beautiful. You are beautiful. Right back at you, sister. I love you. I love you too. And in a very that, weird way. I know. In just a beautiful, <laughs> weird way. Our uh-huh. friendship has always been weird and beautiful. It has. And constant. Constant. And it is the most incredible gift. And you are a gift. 18 and years. speaking of gift, Sherry came over <laughs> with croissants today. Um, and we opened a bottle of uh, sparkling rosé. That I spilled. That Sherry spilled because she's Sherry. <laughs> what else would I expect from her? Yeah. And so we're going to bid you adieu and we're going to go finish our croissants and our bubbles. And we want to hear from you. So this is your gentle reminder. We have a Facebook page for um, everything called Considering Everything. You can only access it though through the Patreon. So I am going to give Sherry full access so she can join us over there so that she can engage in some conversation. We're going to do that. Please check out the Patreon because there's so many fun things that we're going to be doing. Um, A lot of great ideas that I have for how we're going to engage. We are going to do our first Wine Wednesday 
I think it's coming up this Wednesday, which will be super fun. We're going to get Sherry to do that. I think that I just dropped that bomb on her. I didn't tell her she was, well, she's invited. She doesn't have to, but I mean, why would you not want to do wine Wednesday via Zoom? It's going to be fantastic. I have so many wines. Uh, yeah. That I buy because I like the label. Of course you do. There's no problem. <laughs> it's like the Snoop Dogg wine. It's not great, but it's got Snoop Dogg on it. It's got Snoop Dogg drink on that. it. Drink that. I mean, drink the one I that. have at home right now has Abraham Lincoln on it. Why wouldn't I drink that? Okay. Everybody needs a wine. Yeah. So we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today and be good to yourself. Thank you so much for joining us today. New episodes launch every Monday, so I hope you'll be back. If you enjoyed this podcast, there's several ways to show your support. First, by rating the podcast and leaving a review, you help others to find great content. Second, if you're looking for further connection, consider becoming a patron of the podcast, where you'll have a fun and interesting way to connect with others and even get more information on perspectives and things you may not have considered. Lastly, please share this podcast with a friend. The number one way that podcasts reach more people is through sharing and word of mouth. I appreciate you and your beautiful open mind. See you soon.